Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm Nina. And you're listening to Slice Slice of Murder. Murder. are on episode eight we are so glad that you guys are here and we're gonna start off this episode with a new segment that we're gonna try and do at the beginning of every single episode going forward and that is giving you guys our rose and thorn for the week so exciting yeah so if you don't know rose and thorn is basically just like your high and your low for the week so we just want to give you guys a little bit more insight into like what we've been up to for the past week um so jess you can get started your rose and thorn. <laughs> okay, so I'd say I'll start with my thorn because we always start off with the bad things. <laughs> uh, so my thorn was that this weekend I was sick. I think I had a cold or a flu. I know I wasn't COVID because I took a COVID test. Well, that's good. And I know that because I went to a math conference and I was just around a lot of people. So, mm-hmm. And then my rose would be that... Oh, on Saturday, we are going to Halloween Horror Night, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm so excited. Um, okay, my thorn of the week is that on Monday, our house was haunted. Um, like, the lights were really dim in all the rooms. It was dim in your room, too? Yeah. The lights were really dim in all is the rooms. Dim? No, not anymore, oh. but on Monday it was. And then I tried to turn on the oven, and it wouldn't go on above 150 degrees. Oh, that's creepy. Yep. But tell them why. Why might it be haunted? What have we been doing? Um, well, we've been watching horror <laughs> movies, but... <laughs> You're calling but, the spirits in. <laughs> but we haven't been watching any, like, ghost movies. Just like Michael Myers. Like, Michael Myers is Isn't the La Llorona a ghost? Yeah, but she only gets kids. <laughs> she's not after us so that's my thorn it was haunted but i think it's back to normal now um so that's good except i did wake up at exactly 3 a.m last night and like you know that's supposed to be like this have you heard that's supposed to be like the spookiest time is it 3 a.m yeah like exactly 3 a.m they say that's like when the the veil between like the spirit world and like the normal world are like the thinnest i don't want to know this so i woke up exactly 3 a.m i checked my clock it was exactly there, yeah. That's really scary. Yeah, so they're ghosts afoot. Anyway, um, my rose this week, I guess, would be that I got the Mexican Fanta from El Super on Sunday, and it's different than normal Fanta, and it tastes a lot better. And I've been having it every single day in my lunch. Yum. Yeah. Wait, every day this week? Yeah. So you just go during lunch? No, I Are got you? like seven of them at oh. El Super on Sunday, and then I've just been like bringing the, they're like the glass bottles, and they have like okay. the real sugar in them instead yes. of like That's what I corn thought. syrup. Yeah, those are yeah. really good. Yeah. yeah. So it's been something to look forward to during lunch, because sometimes I just need a boost of energy during my day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Have you had their horchata? It's so good. No. You should, you should try that next time. Okay, maybe next week. <laughs> I'll give you a review. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and another thing that we are doing is we are going to eat a slice of cake or like a slice of a treat Yum. at the beginning of most episodes. I don't know if we'll do it every episode, 
that this week we're having crumble cookies and Yum. you weren't supposed to see them. Oh, <laughs> well, they were on your chair. <laughs> yeah. They're she, out in the Nina open. Nina just walks in and says, don't sit on your crumble cookies. <laughs> but, yeah. It was good. But I generally like, like, I don't know, really gooey cookies. So, like. When I make cookies, like, I almost make them, like, really undercooked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, the title says it all crumble, these, like, cookies. I feel like, I wonder what would happen if we put them in the microwave. I know, if they would get, like, meltier. Yeah, we'll but have to try that. This is my first time trying them. Me too. Oh, wow. Cool. Look at that. I was going to go get some cake, but then I saw the crumble cookies. Mm-hmm. Like, it was newly opened. Yeah, they opened a couple new ones, I feel yeah. like, right by us. So I was like, oh, I want to try. Yeah. Awesome. Well, yeah. thank you for bringing this sweet treat for the week. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's get to the case. Um, so this week we are covering the Lululemon murder. Ooh. Ha- and do you know this case? I'm um, assuming you do. I know, like, the general idea of it. Like, I know why it's called the Lululemon murder, and, like, I know generally, like, what happened-ish, but I don't know any of the details. Okay, perfect. Yeah, and just a shout-out to Itzel. She requested this case, so thank you. Our roommate. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so a little bit about this case. On March 12th, 2011... In the Washington, D.C. suburb of Bethesda, Bethesda, Bethesda. sorry, I was like, I should have rehearsed that, Maryland, Um, there's a a nice, like, shopping avenue with festive lights and a lot of retail outlets, and the manager of Lululemon Athletica store arrived before 8 a.m. to open the store for the day. She walked into one of the most gruesome um, crimes Narratives in recent history, one of the employees, 30-year-old Jaina Murray, had been stabbed over 330 times. Oh, my God. That's a... I did not know it was that many. I know. Yeah, when I was reading about it, I was like, I feel like I don't remember this. That was, yeah, because that's a crazy amount. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like when we were talking about Ellen Greenberg, how many times did she get stabbed? Like. It's like... 20? Yeah, 20 to 30, and right? That was and that was a lot. lot. And I feel like when I listen to cases and it's talking about people who pass away from stab wounds, like I feel like anything over like 10 is like seen as a crazy amount. And yeah. this is like 300. That's nuts. I did not know that. Yeah. And so this Lululemon store was right next to an Apple store. That'll be important for later. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know, Lululemon just sells workout attire, and they're known for their leggings. Their leggings are pretty pricey. They're like $130, but they have a lot of sportswear. Yeah. Okay, and so manager Rachel went to open the door to open the store that morning, but she noticed it was already unlocked. And this was off because Rachel... Like, assumed someone came in earlier than her, or perhaps the night before they forgot to lock up the door. But that was odd because she knew Jaina had closed the night before, which just was unlikely for her to do that. Mm -hmm. And Rachel walked in the store. She noticed the lights were already on. And from what Rachel could see, the store had been ransacked. Mm -hmm. There was, like, leggings and accessories thrown all over the floor. There's cabinets open, a TV on the floor. Mm -hmm. 
like a complete mess and Rachel called out for her co-workers and like she was taking out her phone to call the police and then she heard a moan coming from the back of the store so like immediately she like ran out of the store yeah. like she didn't know same what she was gonna face <laughs> yeah I'm like I would too that is a, like, that is really a woman scary. who would survive in a horror movie yes <laughs> So, like, she was frantic outside, like, trying to call the police. And so it turns out um, it was the iPad 2 release. Oh. So there was a lot of people in line outside the Apple store Uh waiting for for iPads. Mm -hmm. And there was this guy outside, Ryan, and he came over to Rachel and asked, like, if she was okay because she looked Mm -hmm. frantic. And then Rachel asked Ryan if he could come back into the store with her. And Ryan agreed to come back with her, which feels, like, really nice of him to, yeah. like, help. And Ryan went to the store further back. And as, like, the more back he went, he realized that things were thrown around. He saw the same thing as a TV on the floor. And then he started to see blood. And there was blood everywhere. And Ryan yelled from the back of the store and told her to call the police. And Ryan kept going? Yes. Ryan would not survive in a horror movie. No. But he's like the brave. Yeah. The brave one who's like yeah. trying to see what happened. Yeah. Like, thankfully, like, there was nothing there to hurt him. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Ra- Rachel, oh no, Ryan said that there were blood splatters on the walls up to six feet high. Mm-hmm. And he found a body lying face down. And he told Rachel that there was another person in there as well, a woman who was tied up, barely breathing, and may have been assaulted. Rachel called again to update the police on what she had found. So the police arrived, and they found two sets of shoe prints, um, one like five or six shoe Mm -hmm. size, and then another one was like a 12. Or, like, yeah. a really big shoe yeah. size. Um, and then they found the woman's body covered in blood from head to toe. She had a cut in the crotch area of her yoga pants, and her body had no pulse. The non-responsive body was that of 30-year-old woman named Jaina Murray. Jaina was an employee at the Lululemon store, and she was the one working the closing shift the night before. And police also discovered a badly shaken 28-year-old, Brittany Norwood, whose hands and feet were zip-tied, and she was in the bathroom. And she had cuts all over her chest, legs, arms, and face. Brittany was rushed to the hospital, and once she was there, she was able to explain what she recalled. So thankfully, like, Brittany was alive. Mm -hmm. Like, she only had to get a few stitches, Mm -hmm. so nothing too serious. Yeah. So, Jaina Murray, we'll talk a little bit about who she was. So, she was described to have a megawatt smile, and her happiness was contagious. She was 5'5". Five, five. She had an athletic build, blonde hair, and she was described as beautiful. She was a straight-A student, an overachiever, and an adrenaline junkie. She loved rock climbing, bungee jumping, skydiving, and water rafting she did so many yeah. activities and she had visited six out of seven continents that's really 30. cool that's really i wonder which yeah. one she hadn't probably it was, antarctica yeah it was antarctica <laughs> yeah. yeah 
that's really cool. I feel like that's something that I want to do too. Yeah, that's super cool. Yeah, and she was a dancer, and she planned to be on Broadway one day, but later changed her dreams and decided to pursue majors in communication and business at George Washington University. Wow. And she went on after that to pursue two graduate degrees at John Hopkins. Mm-hmm. And she was just 10 weeks shy of earning her degrees, like, when she died. Mm -hmm. That's really sad. I know. She was so close. Yeah. And so she was clearly an overachiever. Mm -hmm. She had two brothers, and, like, her family was close. And a boyfriend she'd known since seventh grade. Have they been dating since seventh grade, or just they knew each other? Yeah, they knew each other since seventh grade, but they'd planned to just spend the rest of their lives together. That's really cute. And I think he was, like, planning to propose, like... Pretty soon. Yeah, pretty soon. That's really sweet that they... I know, they've known each other for so long. But that's really sad, like, imagine... Like, losing your best friend. Yeah, that you've known for so long. Like, I can't even imagine how that would affect you. Yeah, and... So Brittany described to the police that Jaina and her were closing the store together, and once they left, Brittany realized that she had forgotten her wallet inside the store. She got a hold of Jaina and asked her to come to unlock the store so she could grab it. And Brittany was a newer employee, which is why she didn't have the keys Mm -hmm. at the time. And a little bit more about Brittany. She was one of nine children. She had a lot That's of brothers so and sisters. so many. I know. Um, her father owned a business, a small business, and they didn't have much growing up, but the family still stressed the value of hard work and education. Mm-hmm. By high school, Brittany was demonstrating good athletic skills, and she was recruited to play at Stony Brook University, and she was on a scholarship as defender on the women's soccer team. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and so this is how she like came to work mm-hmm. at Lululemon because she was really interested mm-hmm. in that aspect of it, and she planned to work at Equinox, and she actually had an upco- upcoming interview. At Equinox. Yeah. Yeah, that's so cool. So she was yeah. also very into fitness. Mm-hmm. Um, so to continue on with the police interview... So Brittany said that after her shift ended, she realized she forgot her wallet, and Brittany calls Jaina and asked her if she can get back into the store because she needed her Metro card for the public transit. Mm -hmm. And Brittany did not have the keys, like I said, because she was not a manager and she was new. Um, So they went back together to search for her wallet, but after a few minutes, they couldn't find it. And then Jaina just said, like, oh, like, here, I'll I'll give you my Metro Mm -hmm. card. But just as they were leaving, two masked men in all black barged in and attacked both her and Jaina. One of the men punched Jaina, and the other pulled Brittany by the hair. Brittany said these men were using offensive language and calling her, like, the Mm N-word and just a bunch of slurs. Mm -hmm. Then they went to the back and they raped Brittany on the bathroom floor. Then the man grabbed a clothes hanger and repeatedly raped her with it. Yeah, whoa. He then made her open the cash register to take the money. 
And meanwhile, Brittany heard Jaina screaming because the man kept beating her nonstop. And, like, they also uh, raped Jaina, according mm-hmm. to Brittany. So this is all in Brittany's interview. Yeah. Okay, so Brittany's, so this is what she's like, telling the police. Yeah. So she had actually, like, remembered a, a lot of details mm-hmm. about the attack. Uh, and police went to the hospital, like, right when she was, like, starting to feel mm-hmm. better to make sure that they got, like, the fresh story. Yeah. So, yeah, Jaina's screams began to fade until eventually, like, she stopped breathing. Mm-hmm. Then she, Brittany said they threw her into the bathroom at the store. They zip-tied her, and they left her there until the next morning when police found her. Okay. Brittany was crying the whole time while she was telling the story. And she said that she tried to help Jaina and that it was all her fault because she forgot her wallet. Then she kept asking for Jaina, saying if she was okay. Like, she was like, is my friend yeah. Jaina okay? Yeah. So this must be, like, so horrific, like, to go through. Mm-hmm. Um, so Jaina's autopsy revealed that she had 331 injuries. This did not include overlapping injuries. It was just, like, single right. injury. So it could have been more. Like That's her- so insane. That I is know. so many. So this is, like, it's odd if the masked men are people that they don't know because it seems like there was, right. like, intent behind, behind it. Behind it, yeah. And her face was five weapons used that like five so to many. ten like how do they like just random items like in the store or yeah so these are all items inside the store and i'm gonna mm-hmm. name the ones that they mm-hmm. had they had hammer box cutters a wrench metal pole ceramic knife like metal rods like that they used for like to hang like the clothes and things stuff. yeah a razor and then there's a rope around her neck that is a crazy amount of things just to like take out of the store yeah so yeah all of these because i feel like when you're working when you're working like you don't think that all these things can be used as weapons like you wouldn't even think that that could be like a possibility but like that's nuts that somebody would think to use all of these things in like these ways you know yeah and the community, like, heard about this case, and they mm-hmm. wanted answers. Like, people were afraid to close, like, their stores right. at night because they didn't want these men to come right. in and attack them. And based on Brittany's report, the public knew there had been an attack on two women. Um, one was murdered, and the other one survived. And the description of the men was that one was around six feet tall, and the other one was about, like, 5'3". So it was, mm-hmm. like, a really tall man and, like, a shorter. Yeah. Uh, and the murder itself unsettled the the town, and the store owners offered one hundred and twenty five thousand dollars to anyone who could help find or even apprehend and convict the two male suspects. Yeah. So police looked at the security cameras from outside the Apple Store and saw the same description of the men that Brittany described. Mm-hmm. There's one tall and one short. Mm-hmm. 
and they waited out just to see if the men would come back Mm -hmm. and they did they eventually came back Mm -hmm. and the police questioned them well it turns out that they were busboys that worked at like a local restaurant around Mm -hmm. there and their alibi checked out so so it wasn't them no okay they had nothing to do with it yeah and the cameras show they don't show like directly at like the door the of the Lululemon yeah, store. Yeah, it's just by it. Yeah, it's just okay. by it. So they assume that they were coming out of the store. Right, but they easily, like, yeah. uh, were not. Like, they are they could have been coming out of the restaurant and just gotten caught on video, like, passing by. Yeah. Okay. And so it was not them. Then the police had another tip. So this is that a homeless man that would hang around there at a specific bar every night was mm-hmm. not there the night that this attack happened. Okay. Um, so the, the detectives found him, and he was at the hospital. He had, like, cuts and bruises mm-hmm. all around his body. But this was because he'd been in a fight. Okay. So police realized, like, he could not have carried through with the case because right. he also just kept, like, talking to himself. And yeah. they're like, okay, like, this is not our guy. This yeah. is not who we're looking for. Yeah. And then they went to talk to... The people at the Apple store to see if they had witnessed anything. And the people there said they heard a struggle next door because they actually shared a wall. Mm-hmm. And they said that they ignored it. And the video surveillance inside the sh- store actually shows that they were up against a wall, like listening to the whole thing. Oh, so like the Apple. Em- was there no video surveillance inside the Lululemon? Yeah, I guess not. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. I guess, like, Apple has a lot of security. Yes. that I mean, I would expect Lululemon to have more security, too, though, because I feel like they do sell, sell, like, really high Yeah, that's true. Price goods. But it does make sense that, like, Apple probably would have yeah. more security than that. Maybe them. they weren't working or... Yeah. It was also, like, 2012. So yeah. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah. So, they're listening up against a wall. They said they heard hysterical sounds, like, of thumping, banging, Mm -hmm. like, agonized breathing, and they also heard a woman saying, like, talk to me, don't do this, and they also heard the same woman saying, God help me, please help me. And they didn't do anything? No, they were just there listening. Like, that's, I feel like if you hear that, like, like, call the police. Like, maybe you don't have to go over there, but, like, call the police if you hear that. Like, what do you think is happening over there? I feel like that's pretty easy to, like, figure out that something bad is happening. Yeah. You know? Like. Especially if you're, like, up against the wall to, like, be like, oh, what's this? Yeah. Being nosy. But, like, they're hearing all these, like, horrific things. Yeah. Like, at least call the police so they can check up. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's kind of sick that they heard and they didn't do anything yeah yeah so the men like i said did not bring their own weapons to the murder and nothing to break in with okay so like it just happened to be that they were coming back and the store was was open Mm -hmm. and all the stuff they used as their weapons was from the store and even the shoe prints were from a shoe that was in the store okay so it doesn't really sound, I don't know. So unless they like took their shoes off. off and then walked into the store and on. put on Lululemon brand shoes. Yeah. Oh. Which doesn't really seem likely. So this was just kind of odd, especially since there was also like no footprints 
or like no blood splatters like coming out of the store right which you would assume if you had just like beat somebody so badly and stabbed them so badly that they had died and you had stabbed them 300 plus times like you would have blood all over you as well yeah exactly and so the police began to have suspicions because mm-hmm. of this and police found um Gina's missing car mm-hmm. so the car should have been near the store because when they went back to open the door to get the metro mm-hmm. card or like Brittany's wallet mm-hmm. they just parked close so they can easily run in like, run out yeah run yeah. in run out uh, but then it was actually parked like three blocks away in a mm-hmm. random parking lot. So it didn't, yeah. So it didn't match up with what yeah, had been so said earlier. Yeah. Okay. So someone must have like moved the car, right. or they didn't. It it wasn't ever moved in the first there. place. Yeah. yeah. So they looked inside the car, and police found blood smears inside. Mm-hmm. And there was like a Lululemon hat that also had blood. Okay. And this blood belonged to Brittany. So after DNA testing, they found that it belonged to Brittany. Okay. And police brought in Brittany to ask her about the car. So first they just wanted to ask her and see if like she would lie and say, have you seen Jaina's car? Right. Like, have you ever seen it? What does it look like? Right. And she said, yeah, like she's seen it. She knows what it looks yeah. like. And they said, have you ever been inside her car? And she said, no, never. I've never been inside the car. Which she obviously has. Like, it's her blood inside the car. Yeah, unless someone carried her blood in there. And, and like, wiped it all over the seats. Yeah. So police realized that she was lying. Right. Because they found her blood in there. Right. And they think now that she has something to do with the murder. And they need her to confess. Right. So they were, like, trying to think of, like, how we bring her back in. Uh-huh. And then a couple days later, Brittany calls and says, oh, I actually have more information to share with mm-hmm. you. Okay. Just and, suddenly. Yeah. <laughs> so she brings her brother and sister with her. And she told police that she had been in Jaina's car. And she actually drove it that night. She was attacked. She just forgot that little okay. detail. Yeah. See, I feel like, I don't know. Like, I feel like if somebody's asking you about a car and you know that your blood is inside that car, like, wouldn't you think to lie from, like, the very, or wouldn't you think to, like, kind of, like, play along with it from the very beginning and be like, oh, yeah, like, I actually, like, was in her car, you know, like, yeah, earlier that day like <laughs> try and like do something with that but like I feel like her saying no and then calling a few days later and being like oh yeah actually like I was like like you remembered that so makes no sense yeah that makes that no sense that you would forget that and then yeah. suddenly remember like you know they're gonna find the car right and if they're asking you about the car that probably means they already have it you know yeah so not smart on yeah. her part so yeah, so she said she had been inside the car, and she said the two men actually asked her to move Jaina's car, because like I said, it was parked in Leno Park Zone, Yeah. so they didn't want that to draw attention to police and have like police go in the store. Right. So they had her move the car by herself. Okay. The two men had her go outside and move the car by herself. By herself. Not does not track and the police are like um 
like why when didn't you, just, you drive away <laughs> you just parked and then you went back in yeah she parked went right back you're in. like okay like gotta go back now <laughs> gotta go definitely back not to get zip tied yeah but she said the reason why she didn't drive away was because the men knew her address because they saw mm-hmm. her id and they knew where she lived so she was afraid that they would do something to her family or just like attack her later right but police said oh like you could have come to us know, come and to we would have gotten like a police escort for you and yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> like okay <laughs> and she also said she actually saw a police car while she was moving the car and she didn't do anything nope there's a police car driving by and she was like just moving my car out of the no park zone yeah don't need to get a ticket over here <laughs> nothing to see here. yeah and it's like if she was moving out of the no park zone like and the officer was that close like three blocks away it seems pretty strange that they wouldn't like if this the whole thing was going on inside the lululemon you know like that they wouldn't see like two masked men like going in and out of the store like yeah that's making a huge scene inside the store like you know that just seems like a lot of activity to miss if you have a police presence in the area yeah i agree um so yeah she saw the police car and then the police asked oh did anyone see you outside with your like cuts and stuff right right she was already yeah she's has blood all this over was herself. After yeah, this was after okay. she said yeah people saw me there's people outside but they didn't say anything like i'm pretty sure you would say something like i understand the bystander effect yeah but i don't know i feel like if you're you see someone like cut up bruised up is walking around yeah i, don't, I would call the police or something at least call the police like because i feel like there has been cases that i've listened to where somebody is in like really bad shape like terrible shape and like they ask people for help and people are scared to help them like they don't want to like take them into their car or take them into like their house or something like because they're so afraid like these people are covered in blood and like they don't want to help them because they're scared of like whoever might be coming after them you know but i'm like at least like i feel like you would call the police at the very least and be like okay like there's this woman walking around like she's been like horribly beaten up like i don't know yeah that's just like suspicious yeah so police also thought it was suspicious and then after this they went to go talk to Brittany's brother and sister and her sister once they presented the evidence to her Mm -hmm. she lost it because she just knew that Brittany was guilty. Mm-hmm. And her brother went in to talk to Brittany once the detectives left. Yeah. So the like detectives left them to see like if Brittany would confess. Yeah. And so Chris and Brittany did not know they were being recorded mm-hmm. in here. <laughs> it's like why? Did, you why obviously did you you're in that? the police station, yeah. like. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're going to be recorded anywhere in a police station. Yeah, so Chris asks her, that's her brother, did you do this? And she says, I don't want to talk about it here. I want to go home. Yeah. 
So her saying, like, I don't want to talk about it here is yeah. just kind of, like, it's not a confession, but it is kind of, like, It's on the way to a yeah. confession. Like, there's something that she's hiding from everybody else that yeah. she's not sharing. Yeah. So she police, doesn't want to share with the police. Yeah. yeah. And police can use this. Mm-hmm. Um, so she says, I want to go home. And Chris is like, oh, like, you're not going home. Like, you can't go home. Yeah. Because they yeah. have, like evidence against yeah. you so he asks her like what were you shoplifting were you trying to steal something mm-hmm. and she's like no and then she like keeps asks asking can they hear us in here yeah and then the chris the brother is like no i looked they don't have any recording devices what like, did you he look? looked <laughs> like it's not gonna say like, yeah <laughs> it's not gonna be this massive thing yeah. in the wall like I'm pretty sure that they have ways to record you without, like... Very discreet. Yeah. Yeah, but... So they took this as a confession. Okay. So the Lululemon store was closed until the trial, and it Mm -hmm. opened back up. And when it opened back up, there was a tribute to Gina. There was a stained glass mosaic Mm -hmm. engraved with the word love. Oh, that's so yeah. nice. And Britney's trial started on October 26, 2011. And Gina's family was very confused as to, like, why Britney had killed her. They were right. like, we don't even know who Britney is. She never talked about her. Because she didn't say why, right? When she told her brother, what did she, like, she... And she didn't really, like, confess. Say, like, she, she was just like, yeah. She didn't say anything, it was just that little piece. She was just like, oh, well, they can't hear, like, I don't want to talk about it here. Yeah. yeah. So she didn't even mention anything why. No, she didn't confess. Up to this day, mm-hmm. like, she has not admitted Spoke, to Admitted it. anything, yeah. yeah. So it wasn't until the trial when the public found out that Jaina and Brittany had been co-workers for only three mm-hmm. weeks. That's crazy. Three weeks. How can you have so like much, it, like, anger. anger in three weeks? I'm, that is, an, that's insane, actually. Yeah. Like, I didn't know, the, see, I didn't know the, these details about it. Mm-hmm. I did not know that they're only, like, working together for three weeks. I know. And Jaina's family decided to go through with the trial mm-hmm. because they wanted to know what happened to their right. daughter. They wanted to get some closure. Right. Even though, like, it might be difficult to hear. Yeah. I feel like you would just be searching for so much information that, like, you would almost feel compelled to go through with it. Yeah. And, like, you would just want so badly to know what had happened to your daughter and, like, hear it from that person and, like, and get any questions you have answered that, like, you couldn't help but, like, want to go through with it, you know? Yeah, and then this will also maximize their sentence. Mm-hmm. So that's another mm-hmm. reason why. And so she... Brittany had actually gotten fired from another Lululemon store for shoplifting. Oh, so... So right before working at this uh-huh. new store... They didn't like, check her yeah. references? I'm like, why did they hire her It again? was even, like, a Lululemon, like, you would think that, yeah. like... I mean, maybe if she, like, went to go work at another athletic store, I would kind of mm-hmm. get it. But, like, don't they share that kind of stuff? Like... Yeah. Isn't there a, like... There must be a, d- a database of, like, employees, you know? Maybe. 
But maybe they she put other references down. Yeah. And they didn't. And they didn't ever check. You know. Yeah. That's just crazy to me that she got hired back. Yeah, and there she would steal things out of her coworkers' purses, and some of them even caught her in the act. Like she's so embarrassing. Yeah, she would say things like, "Oh, I like your perfume," and then like later is is missing. Take it. Yeah. That's so embarrassing. I was like. Like, why? Like, perfume? Like, yeah. over something like like that? I don't yeah. know. Like, if you like something, like, work hard and buy it. Yeah. <laughs> don't steal it from your friends or your coworkers. I know. That's also so obvious. Like, yeah, her exactly. saying, I like your perfume, and then it goes missing. Like, <laughs> who the hell do you think took it? <laughs> yeah. And there's also other... She has, like, a long history of uh-huh. stealing. So when she was in college and she played on... Um, that sports team. Uh-huh. She was accused of stealing by not just her teammates, but also her classmates and roommates. So like everyone was Everybody, accusing her yeah. of stealing. When it's like, and when it's that many people, like it's warranted. Like when it's that many, when it, it's like you are going around and there's this problem following you everywhere. Like you know it's true. Yeah. Like if it's you're being accused by all these different cohorts, cohorts of people, like. It's not just, like, one group of people that don't like you, mm-hmm. you know? Like, it's not just, like, everybody in the store is ganging up on you because, I don't know. Yeah, she definitely You can't close. Had... Like, you, like, you're doing something real, you know? Yeah, she definitely had a problem with this. Yeah. Because it seems like she couldn't stop. Right. She just kept doing it. Some people considered it, like, a joke. Mm-hmm. I would not consider yeah. it a joke. Especially if she was my roommate and she's, like, wearing my clothes. Yeah. You know? I'd be like... What are you so doing? I have to return your clothes that I took. <laughs> yes, give it back. <laughs> um, everyone would say, "Oh, that's just something that she does." Yeah. That's like, that's like that's a big Brittany. thing, though. Like, yeah. that's just not Brittany. Like, like I guess if it's like something like small, like that, right. like a pen. I don't know. Right. Or like, uh, yeah. I guess like a yes. shirt or something. Yeah, but still, yeah. I'd be mad. Like that'd be mad weird if somebody like. I guess I it know. just depends yeah. on the person. Right. And what it and is. And how much they care about the thing that she's taking. Yeah. Because I know, like, people would let, like, other people borrow their shirt or something and then right. they never return it. And if it was just, like, an open kind of thing that you had, mm-hmm. like, oh, like, you can wear my clothes, like, I'll wear yours. Yeah. Kind of then thing. they might have not been, like, so... They wouldn't have cared mm-hmm. as much about, like, if she, like, took a shirt and then didn't return it you know yeah yeah but eventually like she had falling out with friends Mm -hmm. because she was you know stealing obviously and she stole money and a designer shirt from one of her closest friends and she also like this escalated and eventually like people reported her to Mm -hmm. like the university and she ended up losing her scholarship yeah um so she's basically like expelled from her school yeah but i don't get is like how do you take somebody's shirt and like not think they're gonna find out because like what are you gonna you're gonna wear it and then like your friends can be like especially your roommate's shirt like that's (laughs) like i'm missing that shirt like that's my shirt like no it's not like this is my shirt like the exact same one that doesn't make any sense like how you think you weren't yeah gonna get found out yeah like, but I guess if it's just, that? like, compulsive, it's not even about that. I, it's, mm-hmm. like, about, like, you're just, like, taking things just to take things, you know? And I think it is more of that. Like, compulsive. Like, compulsive. like it's she can't help it. Yeah. 
like it's something mentally yeah so after she got expelled from college she moved to washington dc to live with her sister she was working at a front desk at a hotel mm-hmm. where she was quickly promoted to managing vip guest but this is when she decided she wanted to pursue her athletic ambitions mm-hmm. And become a personal trainer, so that's how she got into, like, working for Lululemon. I feel like managing VIPs is kind of cooler, though. Yeah, right? You know? Like, it's like, nah, I want to work at Lululemon. I would rather, I think, be in charge of, like... Yeah, me too. I don't know. That just seems like a cool job to have. Mm-hmm. Like, making sure... I don't know. I feel like I get into that kind of stuff. Like, I think that kind of stuff is cool. Like, making sure the rooms are all perfect and, like, making sure, like, all the, like, extra amenities like mm-hmm. are all, like... You know, I don't know. I feel like yeah. that would be, like, a cool job to have. Well, I worked at a hotel. <laughs> yeah. Did you manage VIP guests? No. we did. It was too small. We oh. I guess we had members. They were, like, yeah. VIP, but no. We don't have a whole section on, like... So would you rather work at a hotel or would you rather work at a Lululemon? Definitely hotel. Yeah. Especially because I worked the, like, front desk and yeah. the back. Yeah. Or administrative side. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't want to work at Lulu. Me neither. Like I a, don't like folding clothes. Like a retail job just sounds horrible. Like yeah. that just sounds like not an not interesting place to work at all. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so I don't even know where I left off. Yeah. Oh, she was managing VIP guests. And yeah. then that's how she, after that, decided she wanted to work for like an athletic company uh-huh. pursue her ath- athletic ambitions and maybe because she wanted to work in a fitness studio this would look good on her right application or resume but it's not like because you work at lululemon like that doesn't mean you know how to do any of this stuff that's true but maybe it shows she knew about, yeah like different clothes. gear and stuff gear. like that <laughs> that's weird though yeah well you gotta start somewhere i guess and so she was actually going to be fired from her job at lululemon after only, After only three, three weeks. weeks. Because they found that she was stealing things. So Lululemon has this policy. Like after every shift, they check each other's yeah. bags, bags yeah. to see if they like have anything. That's a pretty normal procedure. Yeah. Yeah. And they I found stuff? I never experienced it, but um, yes, they did. But so that day, Jaina just happened to be there that mm-hmm. night. So she was already going to get fired. It wasn't, like, because of Jane or anything. Right. Um, so she happened to be there that night, and she was actually covering someone else's shift. Like, she wasn't so even Jana supposed, wasn't even to, be supposed there. to be there. Yeah. So That's imagine really the girl sad. that was, was yeah. supposed to be there. That's really sad. Yeah, so what they think happened that day on March 11th is they worked together and closed up and left the building. According to witness statements before she left, Jaina performed the bag check, I was mm-hmm. saying, and Jaina found stolen yoga pants in Brittany's bag, which was consistent with her history of right. stealing, and it's unclear whether, like, Jaina confronted her about finding it, or it was just, like, an awkward silence. Right. Or, and... like, what would you say in that situation? Yeah, I'd be like... Uh, <laughs> especially because they know they know that they're gonna, they're gonna she knows do that they're gonna do it that's why I feel like it must be a compulsive thing like yeah. it has to be because like nobody can be that dumb to be like oh well they're gonna check my bag at the end of this shift but like maybe they won't so <laughs> I'm just gonna like 
put these in here and just like yeah. hope for the best like, you know what did you think yeah and this is policy it's not like gina's snooping like, against yeah you. i don't know yeah we're snooping like hey like show me your bag like yeah yeah so yeah it was unclear how they confronted each other but i think gina said i'm gonna have to tell like the other yeah. managers about this because so, that's her job. Like, she would get in trouble if yeah. she didn't do that either. Yeah, and we know Jaina's responsible. Right. She's going to do her job. So then after this, Brittany left and then realized she forgot her wallet, like she said. Mm-hmm. But they think that this was just to, like, reel her back in. Right. And, like, get her back into the yeah, store. Into, like, the, the back store. of the store without anybody seeing. Yeah. So... After the attack, they believe, yeah, like, she attacked her after then, like, with all mm-hmm. the things. Different things and, in the store. Yeah, the, she, like, pinned her to the back uh-huh. of the store, so, and like, she wouldn't be able to To see, yeah. Yeah, and after this, they think Brittany moved her car, because it was in the no park zone, right. and they didn't want, she didn't want the police to, to come. come. Yeah. And the police saw her that same police Mm -hmm. that she saw said they saw she was inside the car for Mm -hmm. like an hour and they think she was coming up with her plan during this time right and she walked around in the blood like with her shoes and then she put the lululemon shoes on and followed her own footprints to make it look like like someone else was there yeah yeah and then she washed the shoes in the sink and then gave herself cuts mm-hmm. and put the zip ties on herself. And so this is, like, when they found her, her hands were over her head with zip ties. Yeah. And police are like, why don't you just put your hands down? down. Yeah, like, they were like this. Like, yeah. So, so she easily could yes. have, like, put her <laughs> hands down. So it looked, like, staged. Like, yes. Yeah. Okay. Like, they weren't zip-tied onto anything above her. It was no. just... Okay. And they found bite marks on mm-hmm. the zip-ties, and that's the only way she could have tied, tied them. the yeah. zip-tie. I guess you can also argue, like, she was trying to get, get out of um, them. Yeah. Um, but it's pretty clear that yeah, she that was she the one that did this. Yeah. And, yeah, so she zip-tied herself, bounded her feet and hands, and then just spent all night laying... In the store next to that Gina's is sick. Corpse. That's sick. Like what? That's a truly sick person. Like, like did she sleep that night? I'm just wondering. That's so scary. Like that you would be capable of that. Yeah. That's so insane. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if she had ever displayed violent behavior before, or if it had just been like stealing, because that is a huge mm-hmm. escalation to go from right? just stealing, and then to like stabbing somebody 300 plus mm-hmm. times like that is a huge escalation you know yeah and um nothing was said about violence it right. was just about stealing stealing like that's nuts yeah and during the trial prosecutors showed the jury all the evidence including uh phone calls and video evidence of Brittany claiming not to know the type of car that Gina drove mm-hmm. so this was also a big piece of evidence because they caught her in a lie and mm-hmm. the evidence was just so overwhelming that Brittany had to alter her plea to self-defense so then she like kind of accepted right. it but it was like oh, but still it wasn't like it was second planned. degree or whatever right no. 
So the jury deliberated for 21 minutes before deciding that she was guilty. So that d- didn't take too much no, time. No, that's, yeah. And Brittany was that's sentenced pretty... to life in prison without the possibility of parole. Interesting. Yeah. Well, that's good that she was sentenced to life in prison. Mm-hmm. I wonder what her exact charge was. Like, I wonder what her exact, like, I wonder if it was, like, first-degree murder, second-degree murder, first-degree murder. Oh, uh, yeah, first-degree, so, I was going to say. Yeah. Um, so, I guess they did determine that she had, like, planned, planned it before. It. Yeah. Yeah, because she was in her car. Right. Or she already maybe had the thought of, like, doing right. that. Right. Like, you think this is not going to get you fired? Yeah. Like, what was your goal? To keep Did working. you think they were going to believe yeah. that crazy story? Yeah. And they were going to fire you anyway. Like, girl, you have yeah. been stealing. Like, they, yeah. this wasn't going to, I don't know. Yeah. But that's the story. And Jaina's family made a foundation to help kids who want to attend, like, different camps and, like, participate in activities mm-hmm. like she did. So, that's so good. Yeah. Well, that that's is, a horrific... That is really murder. sick. I feel like just the part of her, like, staying in the room the whole night, like, gave me the chills. Like, that gave me the creeps. Yeah. It's just, like, everything. Giving herself, like, the wounds. Right. Yeah, like, that's, like... herself up. That's creepy, too. Mm-hmm. So, moral of the story is... Don't shoplift. Um, moral of the story is to keep working at your position as a VIP guest manager because that's a lot cooler than working at a Lululemon. And don't hold crutches against your coworkers for doing their job. And that you've only known them for three weeks. Yes. The end. Bye. Bye. Bye.